Hi everyone, this is Holly, and this is just a short disclaimer that this episode contains conversations about Christmas traditions that may be different from the ones that you celebrate, so keep that in mind if you have any young ears listening. Thanks! Hi everyone! Hi there! This is Holly. And Daniel. And you are listening to Halfway Saints. We hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving week. Mm-hmm. I guess that was, was it two weeks ago? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did. We went down to visit our family in North Carolina. Both of our families mm-hmm. are from North Carolina. Holly wouldn't let me visit my family. <laughs> we were there. <laughs> they were a half mile away, and she wouldn't let me. No. Um. No, we went down and drove with the boys overnight. Yes, which, if possible, we highly recommend other parents with young kids doing because it worked out really well. Mm-hmm. Other than, like, you have to be, you have to expect to get in really late, depending on yeah. how far away you're traveling to. So, I think if you've been following the podcast, I think we talked about it in the podcast how the, miserable our trip down in the summer oh, in the was. Oh, summer. We had, I think we had a whole episode. About, it was, not it just was about a that, nightmare, but. but we just we tried to like split it up during the day, or, like between two days, because mm-hmm. it's an eight-hour drive without kids down right. to North Carolina. With kids, it's like thirteen hours. Yeah. Um. So we split it up. Um, Especially if you have um, a baby. Yeah, I think Blaze was three months old then, mm-hmm. so Holly had to stop and nurse uh, every twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, it was terrible on right. the way down. So we, trial by error, we realized that overnight is the best mm-hmm. way because they get. I was like making Jack so excited about going to sleep. He was like ready to sleep in the car. He, he was gonna like, get to sleep in the car. He was, he was excited about it. You know, I yeah. got amped up. He was. And so he got his guys, and he we sang him. Twinkle, his guys twinkle. are what he calls his stuffed animals. Yeah, sorry, code. <laughs> Called his boys, said going to bed in the car, <laughs> sleep in the car tonight. No, but he had his giraffe and his sheep, and mm-hmm. one in each arm, and fell asleep in the car. It was great. We and got no problem. Yeah, the one kind of hiccup was we left later than we wanted to going yeah. down there. We didn't end up leaving the area till like seven almost. Yeah. So we got into North Carolina around three a.m., which is a little rough, especially yeah. on um, the person who had to drive the whole time. Which one? <laughs> who was it? It was you. Oh, it was me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I tried to stay up with you. You did. Holly, uh, for like the first five oh hours, gosh. we worked. And we, we forgot to turn the radio on before the boys fell asleep. And so we didn't want to turn it on and like wake them up because of the sudden, mm-hmm. you know, change. Um, so for the first five hours, it was totally silent except for Holly uh, needle felting because she's working on some of her pieces, which sounds like this. <laughs> for five hours. Uh, it was a little a little much, but hey, mama's gotta get work done. That's true, yeah. But um, but the ride back was awesome. Mm-hmm. We ended up leaving like around right four, at four, yeah, and then we ate dinner, and then Jack and Blaze fell asleep after we got back in the car after dinner, and mm-hmm. it was and Jack ate all his food, went to Cadoba, he yeah. ate a quesadilla, loved it, ran around Starbucks in his pajamas while Holly was feeding Blaze, <laughs> and it was just good. And then they went right to sleep, and I uh thought ahead and had like all my podcasts ready yeah and it r- was the ride home was great it was a dream it i could was. not have imagined it going any better yeah um 
So <laughs> that's only our trip down there. I the know. actual time in North Carolina it was, was also really, really great. Right. Um, it was the first time we've been home for Thanksgiving in like six years. Yeah, since my, I think my junior year of college was the last time Yeah, I went down there. So we got to see the Thanksgiving parade, which yeah. is in our hometown, kind of a big deal. Um, and I forgot how much I love... Holly loves parade, parades. <laughs> she was like smiling them. way bigger than any of the children at the parade. <laughs> I looked back at Daniel and was like, I love this. <laughs> this is so awesome. I just love marching bands and dancing and stuff. Drum lines. You love drum lines. I love drum lines. <laughs> All right, let's be real. And I love that Vance High School. They, mm-hmm. did, it, they did it right. They did. They did a good There's job. There's this high school. Um, I don't know. I guess in Charlotte. But they were at our... Blo- towns I like think local they, like parade. do shows because they're so good I, yeah i think a lot of them do the like thanksgiving day parade routes mm-hmm. um but they like they like played music and drums and then at like one point they just stopped and just the drums were playing and the whole rest of the band just danced <laughs> with <laughs> their was, instruments it was, it was awesome it was awesome um, um except that there was this one giant float i guess you would call it that was called the ghost train it was basically a huge like like a semi, like a tractor trailer, yeah. tractor with like real steam like whistles, like thirty train whistles attached to it. Real train whistles, yeah. Not like not like pretend fake ones. ones, like yeah, real ones, like steam whistles, yeah. And these like four guys in the back pulling all the levers and making them go, and they were so loud they scared the bejesus out of Jack. Yeah, and he was crying. I think he like literally peed his pants because he was Aww. so scared. He's still in diapers, so it wasn't a total mess. No, but it was like his diaper was full after that thing mm-hmm. went by, and he was scared and started crying, and and we couldn't get away from it. I like walked like down the block away from it, and I was like, "It's okay, it's 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 gone." And then tweet, <laughs> like, like, oh no, it's not gone. It was literally like you're right. You were. It's like you're inside a train. <laughs> no, you were like forty feet away from yeah. a, a train steam whistle. Was, but like I was angry at the. But conductor. like twenty of them at a time. Right. Yeah. I was mad at them. Yeah, because Jack's not usually, like, scared of, like, he wasn't surprised by it. He was just like, that noise is too loud for my little body. But anyway, that was one small negative. We had a great trip. We actually got to see um, both of our families for more time than we, I think, usually do around when we go down for over Christmas. Just because with Christmas, it's, I don't know, it's just running around and there's so much to do and um, getting to mass and doing, like... I don't know. And with and this time, we um, basically had two Thanksgivings because my right. older brother, um, who's a police officer, had to work on Thursday. So we had Thanksgiving with my family on Friday and Holly's family on Thursday. Um, and it was just, I don't know. It went much more smoothly than vacations yeah. usually do. It was nice. Well, because Thanksgiving is all about just, like, family time. Yeah. Where Christmas, there's more stuff involved. Stuff, yeah. Which shouldn't be, but it ends up being. Yeah. But, um, so we were really thankful for a good Thanksgiving and for safe travels and everything. Mm-hmm. But, um, now we're back into a little bit of a groove. And we had, yeah, we had, it took, well, we had, it took a week to recover. And then Holly had, um, a, a booth at a winter Christmas show thing this mm-hmm. weekend. Um, so right when we got back, she had to like do a bunch of work to get ready for that. Mm-hmm. It's why I was needle felting in the car. Yeah, in the car for five <laughs> hours in the dark. <laughs> um, so now we're finally back in a groove. Yes. We yes. all are um, getting more sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, 
I just had a really bad week last week because mm. the boys were, we got home, the boys were sick. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was rainy and cold, uh, so I couldn't take the boys outside, like even just to play with ourselves. We couldn't go outside, so we yeah. were just going stir crazy. And I um, had a ton of work to do by Thursday. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of stress plus more stress plus mm-hmm. frustration. Um, so I didn't have a great week last week, right. but the minute I turned all my pieces in for like the booth, it turned into a much better time. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine that. But also with everything being so much going on, Holly and I, like towards the end of this week, realized we were both way overdue for confession. Way like overdue. I think it had been like five weeks mm-hmm. and we usually try to go every two weeks. So it was like. I told Daniel, I'm time. at my worst right now because I haven't been to confession. She told me that before this weekend. Yes. I I thought I said that. (laughs) No, you said, you just said you told me right now, which is confusing. Sorry. But we did get to go to confession. Mm -hmm. Um, You can tell your... Oh, so (laughs) I had biggest fear. Sorry. One of my biggest fears is what? It's not your absolute (laughs) No, I'm sure there's things that scare me more, but... uh, a, lo- a big fear of mine, and it's usually irrational until it gets proven, um, is trying to go to confession and, A, they don't have it that day. Like, they usually have it, but it's canceled that day. Uh, and then, B, they run out of time and can't hear everyone's confessions. Um, and so there's a parish nearby who um, that offers confessions every weekday um, at, like, 7.45 in the morning. And it's great because I can usually go and then get to work on time. So this Friday, I um, was all ready to go. I did my examination of conscience the night before. Um, and I was all ready to go, got there. Like, they're finishing up morning prayer. They usually do that before confessions. Um, I, like, the priest left the sanctuary. And then I was, like, uh, just standing in the back because I didn't want to walk in during morning prayer. Um, and so I was staying there a while. You know, the priest wasn't coming back to the confessional. I was looking, I like peered in the door and there was a paper sign on the confessional. And I like peered through the door and it said, Monsignor, such and such, uh, will not be able to hear confessions this morning. No! And it like, it's not that big a deal, but, (laughs) but I had just like, I was all ready to go. Like I was looking forward to starting my weekend off fresh. Mm -hmm. And like, it really does get to you if you're not. You know, it all those things sins kind of build up and makes you anxious, and it just it was just a, a huge bummer. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like it was like probably new, but like lunch time by the time I was like, all right, I just need to get over this. I yeah. was like kind of in a bad mood, not in a bad mood, but like deflated until yeah. lunchtime. So, but then um, I went Saturday morning, mm-hmm. same parish, same time. They have it on Saturdays too, and it was and it was great. <laughs> But it happened. Now it's going to make me... I know. Your fear was oh, realized. Man. It's happened... Uh, well, the second part, them not having time, happen- has happened before, too. Right. But the priest ended up hearing confessions after Mass, too. And oh, well, like, that's nice. Thanks, thanks man. <laughs> nice. And then um, I went to confession uh, Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, also, part of the reason I was going in the morning is so that Holly could go in the afternoon because it's really tough for 
us to both go and have the kids with us. Cause it's, it's so hard. Unless we want to set aside, like, an hour of, like, being able to, like, relax and reflect and do an examination. Right. And then while well, the other one wrangles the kids. Side note, one time I had to do confession with the two kids by myself and ended up asking. Didn't, wait a second. Didn't have to. Um, I had to go to confession. Okay. All right, I had to. <laughs> um, ended up asking some young adult kids or uh, what? Youth group. Youth kids. group. Thank you. Youth group kids to watch the boys in the narthex while I did my examination and confession by myself i was like in tears having to ask them because i was so overwhelmed anyway this time uh daniel took the boys to target while i went to confession (laughs) (laughs) and um my i don't know how to tell the story well (laughs) but i uh you know confessed but my penance this time was to bake my husband uh, his favorite dessert. And I've been sending out letters to all of the priests in the area <laughs> and say, maybe suggest a penance that a wife cooks their husband cookies. And it worked. Just kidding. I haven't. No. But um, I must have been really mean to <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. If he decided that I should bake you cookies. But and then in the confessional, he's like, what's his favorite dessert? And I'm like, uh. <laughs> But I said chocolate chip cookies, which is actually accurate. It's yeah. Your actual favorite that dessert you, is that you make. Yeah, well, tiramisu, tiramisu. But I don't think you're gonna. Mm. You're not gonna pull that. Off. <laughs> but um, I thought it was really funny that that was my mm-hmm. my penance. But and she she baked them. They're delicious. Yeah. But Holly made clear that she was only doing it because it was her penance. <laughs> Daniel kept saying, "Thank you so much for making my cookies," and I was like, "Well, I didn't really have a choice." <laughs> No, you're welcome. They also are really delicious. They are. Especially since we didn't have a fourth of the butter or oh, or an egg. Yeah. But they taste the same. They, I can taste a little difference. Really? Yeah. In the consistency. There is. But hey, don't anyway. beat yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, this confession, because we, I guess because we had waited for so long and because I was feeling so anxious and had had such a bad week up till that point um afterward i felt this huge and just the penance being such a fun thing was like i i mean whenever he gave me the penance i like was smiling (laughs) i I just like it just lit me up and um then when i got back to the pew i didn't even have to pray (laughs) (laughs) this is easy i'm gonna make cookies and eat half of them (laughs) Of course, I did pray to thank Jesus for everything. and um, But I looked at the cross with him on it and was like, we're back. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, we're back. I'm at square one with you again. Mm-hmm. I can, like, I was building up all these blocks of our relationship. Like, I wasn't processing anything with you. I wasn't. I was trying to get everything into my own control and like just doing all of these things that were so centered on myself and being so selfish and so one-minded and um, one track. All the while your cookie-less husband is sitting there. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, that is lifted. That is gone. I'm like a completely new creation. And now Lord, I'm, I'm ready to be back with you. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm ready. Let's. I remember being like, "Let's do this. Yeah, let's do this for real." And that was just like, 
really life-giving for me, especially in the season of Advent, because it made me kind of like ready, ready to get ready for him, mm-hmm. to be open and to like let him in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I um, told Holly earlier that I had been anxious about kind of all these silly things, or I had been anxious about a lot of things. And after confession, I was like, "It's okay, they're not that bad." And it was silly things like, "Oh, we need to clean up the house mm-hmm. so we can set up decorations." Like we hadn't been able to really clean the house since we got back from Thanksgiving, and just all these things that like that were anxieties that after confession turned into kind of joys. Like, oh, okay, we have time to do this now. This is great. We can do this. Then we can put up our lights, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but yeah. And um, like you were saying, it being Advent and like welcoming Jesus in, um, in my reflection on kind of that confession experience of it being delayed a bit, like yeah. having to wait a whole other day before I could be forgiven, um, just had it had me thinking about the Advent season because Advent also kind of snuck up on us. Yeah, because it was right after Thanksgiving. <laughs> it was that Sunday after. And we were still in North Carolina, so it wasn't, you know, it wasn't our home parish. And, you know, you know it's Advent. They're wearing purple, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, you know, you're out of your element. Right. Um, so Advent had kind of snuck up on us, but that um, experience of uh, kind of like anxious anticipation, re- I felt really was... Uh, Advent, like, Adventageous. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> if that's not a word, it should be now. <laughs> I can see the poster for, like, the youth group. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that, like, it kind of brought a new meaning to the to the idea of, like, Advent waiting. Yeah. That it's not, like, a, just kind of, like, tapping your foot, like, oh, I can't wait till Christmas gets here, but it's, right. like... Um, a desire and a longing and uh, something that the priest said to me in the confessional was um, that if you know if I desire God fully I'm not going to desire these other things that aren't healthy for me and that lead me away from God and so I've kind of wanted to adopt that idea of desiring God fully as my sort of like advent theme and like part of that is sort of um, a desire and anticipation of of being with him and meeting him. Hmm. And I think it applies especially well to the Advent season where it's like we're coming into Christmas. We're coming towards the incarnation, which is kind of the the starting of the like crowning event of all humanity. Yeah. I really enjoyed the like Catholic understanding of seasons. And I really love Advent especially because it's like in our world and apart from Catholic culture, like, Advent is literally just the 25 days of Christmas. Right. Like, ABC Family yeah. countdown to Christmas. Right. You can't get an Advent calendar with 28 days on it. I know. It's so <laughs> it's frustrating. Like, it's all just, They're yeah. all 25, and it's like, no, it's not just December. Yeah. It's Advent. Right. Which sometimes um, it's just December, but... It, it's not always. It's not always. Yeah. And, um... Where was I going with this? Oh, and the fact that Christmas is not, it's not this big waiting until this one day and then it's all over. It's this big waiting and then we get to celebrate that for a while. Mm-hmm. Like Christmas is a season in itself. Right. In the same way with Lent and Easter. Mm-hmm. That I feel like a lot of times people can get like Christmas, 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 and then 
like, or waiting for Christmas, and then it's here, and they're sick of it, and then it's over, and it's like, well, all that buildup was, like, for nothing. Yeah. And so whenever we get to establish this, like, new season for Advent, it's, it's for waiting something waiting for something that's really significant and that we get to kind of rest in each place. And so mm-hmm. we're, at the moment, we're finding this, you and I both are finding this, like, peace in waiting. Mm-hmm. And I, It's a peace, but it's also, like, kind of like a nagging thing. Like, you know? I don't mean peace as in, like, I mean... You didn't mean peace just, in, like, as in peace. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's, like, a joy in it. But yeah. not necessarily a comfort. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just being like, okay, we're in a waiting period. Right. Kind of thing is yeah. what I meant. Being all right with that kind of, not anxiety, but like anticipation. Mm-hmm. Being in this, being present in this moment of right. being in waiting. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. a lady in waiting. <laughs> when I said that, I was like, that's a cheesy phrase. Daniel's going to make fun of it. And then you did. <laughs> hey, I always deliver. <laughs> <laughs> But we also, um, so we usually try to, this weekend we were able to get out like our Christmas lights and put up our tree and that kind of thing. And it was, um, it was really sweet. Jack came down the stairs this morning. Yeah. yeah. Cause we did it last, yeah, last night. Um, and he like has a big smile on his face and he says, we're in a Christmas house. <laughs> it was so really, really sweet. sweet. And um, I, this is the first Christmas that we are going to be home, mm-hmm. like in our house. In our house, yeah. For Christmas. And it will be just us four. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Like, not even just with kids. Like, we've always gone back home, even when we were married, before right. we had Jack. Um, so I, we were, like, really intentional about, you know, setting, setting up our house, decorating mm-hmm. for real, not just doing, like, a little bit, like we have in the years past, because we weren't really going to be here for yeah. Christmas, so why really bother that much? Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, like, bought a whole bunch, not a whole bunch of stuff, but... A good amount. You bought some stuff. Um, of things to like really make it a new area. And I mm-hmm. think that going back to what I was saying about the seasons to like differentiate this time and to make this, this is different. And I think that it's really cool too that like our house is different, our radio is different, our grocery stores are different. Like mm-hmm. everything in our lives right now is different because we are all waiting for Christ. A little bit. We, well, within okay. our house, we can, and we've tried to make it, um, not like something's missing. Like yes. in our nativity sets, um, we have this very convenient Melissa and Doug one, which is, if you don't know, it's like a kid's toy brand and they make good, like wooden toys. So we have one of those nativity sets and, um, the little figure for Jesus is on one side, it's Jesus in the manger and on the back side, it's an empty manger. All you gotta do is flip it around. Yeah. So, Easy peasy. Um, you don't have to find the little baby to put in there. Um, so it's nice that we can, until Christmas, the major is empty because right. Jesus isn't here yet. And it made Holly put the wise men far, far away because they're I not forgot. even close. I forgot. That was just dumb. I, I set up the nativity scene with everyone in it. And Daniel was like, it's a little full. And I was like, oh, man. Uh, anyway, but, and then um, we decided for our Christmas tree topper to not... A, because we don't have one yet, but B, when we do have one, we're not going to put that on until Christmas, and we're going to find something, hopefully, like a star, so then, so that the kids can see, like, there's still something missing. Like, mm-hmm. we're excited about it, we're anticipating it, we know what's coming, but there's still something missing. Right. And I think in the wider world, and the kind of, like, 
quote unquote commercial Christmas world, it's the week before Thanksgiving through the 25th is Christmas. Yeah. You don't hear a lot of talk about Advent unless it's an Advent calendar with candy in it. And even right. then it's just like a December calendar that only has 25 days. Yeah, so I get But it is I it is more what it is saying. yeah. I it is good that within our culture even though it can get kind of twisted and just be a commercial thing, you see there's a shift in seasons. Exactly. Which yeah, if you know what you're looking at, it's kind of nice, but you also it's easy to get lost it's in it. Very easy to get yeah. lost. Um I don't think maybe next year <laughs> we are too late to do it now. I think a lot of people like don't put their ornaments on until well, Christmas. I was, I was gonna I suggest know. that, but I didn't think you'd let me wait. Well, I will. Next okay, year we'll next do year. it. But yeah, because then you have the tree. You still have the tree with lights, and it looks nice. But like, it's not until Christmas that you decorate it. Yeah, because it is, feels more like you're really right. missing and there, something. But and there is also something to like preparing for Jesus. You know, right. like decorating for Jesus. You have a great, you know, you have an important guest coming over. You're gonna clean up. You're gonna make things look nice. So there is something to. I think decorating before the actual feast of mm-hmm. the nativity, but um, I think with that you want to hold something back, right? And it's kind of like not that our confession, not that we should have waited that long to go to confession, but it's almost like we feel more relieved and more refreshed because we had um, more sins forgiven. Isn't there a line in scripture where he's saying like, oh? Something about someone who was forgiven a great debt, wouldn't he be so much more grateful than he was forgiven a small debt? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, you know I mean? like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's <laughs> in the Bible. Look it up. <laughs> um, oh, we're such Catholics. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, you got to hold something back. Yeah. And going off of that, we haven't we haven't done this yet, and I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Did oh. you have something else before I move on? Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> Um, what confession are you going to make here? No, no, no. But we usually do, like, Advent rules for us. Yeah. Which is, like, uh, like no screens after nine or some kind of, something penitential, like, similar to, to Lent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but on a lesser degree. And I think that helps, too, because then, like, you're holding something back to remember that Christmas isn't here yet. Right. right. You know, God is with us, but, like, liturgically, we're waiting for Jesus to be born. Yeah. And this is, like, a beautiful time to be in, so it's something that we should. Mm-hmm. And we, like... But what were you, you going to tell me that you haven't told me yet? Oh, that we need to make our rules. Oh, we talked about that? I know. Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> I had just said that we need to make them. We still have Oh, it. we haven't decided yeah. them. Oh, I made some for myself. Oh. Whatever. Moved well, on back We usually here. do something together. Well, I didn't decide that yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, but the, I'm only doing screen. I'm only doing social media, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're cutting back. <laughs> All right, I'm doing like for five minutes in the morning, <laughs> for a, a long time at noon because that's when I post for my cut my business, mm-hmm. and then a little bit at nighttime. Okay, when I <laughs> three squares a day. You know what? When uh, I was doing. I was no, it is a good. Lot, it is good. <laughs> okay. That, that way you're not checking it throughout the day. Exactly. It's good to have set times. Um, but just the way you phrased it. Killing Breakfast, me. lunch, and dinner. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we in the past we've done, um, like, no, no screens after nine, and then we usually read a book together, mm-hmm. which we can still do. We haven't 
We're only on the second week. Yeah, it's fine. We can pick up our Lent book. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, we got, I got a new book. Today. I know. Um, I did like that book, though. So maybe we should go back and do it. I did, too. Um, and I think it's 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 good because, you know, people, everyone does the Lent, Lent and penance and mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing. But I think Advent is also a, a good time to, to bring in that sense of waiting. Because um, something that gets mentioned each year that you kind of forget about is that it's not only an anticipation of Jesus in anticipation of the celebration of the incarnation, but it's also an anticipation of the second coming Yeah, is Advent. Like it's the beginning and the end because it's, we're Catholics and everything meets, meets <laughs> the opposite. Is both yeah. <laughs> but, so um, like in celebrate, you know, anticipating the, uh, incarnation, we're also anticipating, you know, the resurrection of the dead and the second coming of Jesus. When you were telling me the, like what you would like to talk about tonight and talking about Advent, um, and waiting, the phrase uh, "as we wait in joyful hope" came into my mind, and I was like, "Oh, but that's for the second coming." Yeah. But hey, yeah, it's it works there. here too. Hey. <laughs> oh hey. Um, yeah. But yeah, because it is, it is both and, and um, because that's what we're truly waiting for right now. Mm-hmm. That's like you were saying. Jesus already has come, but this is kind of just like a good spiritual practice to be in waiting and to celebrate him in this way. Mm-hmm. But it also, we really are in waiting. Yeah. You know, so we are there. <laughs> but, and again, it's like a waiting and a preparation. And it's not like a passive foot tapping. It's like, I, I want this. I need this to happen. That it's was like that confession. Like, I need this. Right. That's where, um, what I meant to say when... Like, when I got back to square one with Jesus, it was, like, to start Advent at that point, it made me ready. I said ready to be ready for him, Mm -hmm. but I really meant to say, like, it made me ready to be excited for him to come. Mm -hmm. Because before that, and feeling so anxious and having such a bad week and five weeks since my last confession, I didn't really want him to come that much. You know, like, like, I was, like, good, and I know... I do love Jesus and stuff, but like after confession and after that like weight being lifted, it was like, yeah, come here. And it's you. like it's silly that we forget so easily that like sin has an effect on us, like and it weighs us down. It really and does. it affects your relationship with Jesus. And like, yeah, like you you were saying, you kind of knew like you knew you needed to go to confession and like just things that you're you get used to it and you're like, oh well. I'm not actually going to follow up on that email. I'm not going to do that. I don't have time for that. I really don't need to do this. That person, I can say hey to them later. You know, like, Mm -hmm. they, you're, or I'll just speak for myself, I'm much more prone to do that if it's been a while since I've been to confession. And, you know, my, I'm not focusing on my relationship with Jesus. And, like, it's basics, but you just forget sometimes Mm -hmm. that, like, yeah, that's how this works. These are actual things. Sins affect you. It's not something you can just get over. You might get used to it, but that doesn't mean... It doesn't affect you. I see it. Oh, sorry, I yawned. Um, I see it, like, so fast in my relationship with the boys and in how patient I am with the boys. If I'm, like, so irritated with them and not having it and not... Not... Uh, just not. You just, just cannot. I, I, <laughs> I can't even. Um when I'm at that stage, I'm like, I gotta go to confession or these kids are going to drive me nuts. Mm. 
And it's because I can't handle it on my own, and i got to just let it go. Mm-hmm. And I've got to relinquish. In my confession, it was all about relinquishing control. <laughs> oh, I, got- I am so controlling and so annoying. Gosh, and I always just go into the same dang pattern. I'll work on it. Okay. Even better. <laughs> well, I mean, I think if you can make me cookies once a week, that'll really, <laughs> that'll really even things out for you. Uh, but I think we should... Um, live more liturgically you oh know? yeah for it's sure kind of, it's, it's just one of those things like oh we we discover this great way of like living throughout the year i feel like there's some old like cranky liturgist who's like no it's just it's an liturgy <laughs> <laughs> uh liturgists uh, aren't cranky none of them of course not um no but i always want to make the foods and do the like celebrations mm-hmm. and, um Things that I see all these cool mom bloggers do. But here's the thing. I don't have a lot of time I know, to do these things. We should, okay. We can talk about this later, <laughs> but we should choose certain ones and focus on something. those. Yeah. Um, but we were talking earlier, because I think we did a podcast last around Christmas last year about how we um, are not, with the boys. We're not doing Santa Claus at Christmas, but we're doing oh, yeah. St. Nicholas day on, uh, December 6th, which is, which is his feast day. And we'll do, you know, little gifts, but then on Christmas, we're going to focus on Jesus and Holly and I, and I were talking and she was asking how we're going to explain that to the boys. And like, especially now that Jack is, um, a little older, he's able to like, he would be able to tell someone else like, what? Should we say in the beginning of this that we are going to speak candidly about what if there are children listening? Oh, I don't think there's children. I hope not. Email us if there are. <laughs> I don't know who would, We're gonna get who angry would subject emails. their kids to this. Yeah, I don't either. I don't no, know. Three Dogs did... North, just, I was just listening to I know, Three but Dogs we did, North. We've done a whole podcast on it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So if you have kids and they enjoy Santa on Christmas, earmuffet. For a second. <laughs> okay, that was not coded. Anyway, go well, on. Okay. Anyway, it's too um, late. <laughs> it's too late. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? That we're not doing. Oh Santa. right, right, right. And we were talking about like what? How do we explain that to Jack that other families do this? And I was telling Holly that well, you know, just tell them. Some people like to pretend this, so we give gifts on the feast of Saint Nicholas, and we do that. Um, because St. Nicholas did that. And other people like to do that on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they might call St. Nicholas Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, and I was saying for for Jack, we should celebrate more feast days so that it's not So it's like, not an anomaly. Right. So it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, we do this. And then, you know, on my on the feast of St. John, we do this. And it's just sort of more normal for them. That's mm-hmm. not, like, out of the blue. Yeah. I think that. But, like, that. But sa- right at this moment in our life, it's. This will be. Okay, you, you don't have to do all the feast okay. days. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. But that, like, having that sort of liturgical uh, home life, like, for the kids to grow up with it, I think is, is oh, a good thing. it's very, very good. Yeah. Because even I've noticed, like, um, in switching jobs, in my job now, it's sort of more tied to the school year, whereas before, in graduate admissions, it's sort of like you admit every semester. Mm-hmm. So it didn't really feel like there was a cycle, whereas mm-hmm. where I am now, there's, a def- there's like very much a cycle. Mm-hmm. And it kind of makes things not go more quickly, but 
go more smoothly. Mm. You know, kind of like you understand where you are at any point in the year. Yeah. Like you tell it's definitely this time of year. Yeah. And I think there's just something to that that the church recognizes in the liturgy and saying that like at different points of the year it makes sense to 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 do this or to feel like this and um so like kind of designing not designing but like living your life according to that i think um can bear a lot of fruit definitely and it, it just brings us close and it for me who as someone who has come into the church who i know a good amount of saints but like i don't know a as many as a lot of women or a lot of other mm-hmm. Catholics that I know. Um, I didn't grow up with these stories. I didn't grow up with these people and um, you also have living like, liturgically. You have, like, no ethnicity. <laughs> hey, I'm, what is it? <laughs> exactly. Swedish. Swedish. Right? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> with the Nils thing. I know, but you don't really know anything about Swedish things. No, no. Right. It's not like I grew up with, like, ancestral stories or <laughs> she, I didn't go around said, a campfire she said ancestral by the way in case that's you, a word oh right. ancestral <laughs> yeah in case you misheard ancestral um yeah so this is like very new to me and right. so, but it's something that I would really like to give to our children mm-hmm. um and it but it would give me a lot as well because these stories might be new to me mm-hmm we're always talking about these saints and they're like oh yeah this reminds me of this guy who he did this and i'm like oh yeah totally and i have no idea what they're talking about you should pay attention i'm trying that's okay working on it it's okay it's what happens exactly (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. anything else any other uh childhood dreams you want to shatter (laughs) (laughs) no i did i don't this didn't fit in but i think it's funny okay (laughs) i always think it's funny in advent when um, we're, list- or we're reading, we have our three readings, mm-hmm. and the first one is Old Testament. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, there's going to be this Jesus guy. You know, it's yeah, like, it's a lot from Isaiah. Yeah. And then the second reading. <laughs> it's not as explicit. It doesn't say, it doesn't mean it's Jesus guy. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. No. But, you know, it's the prophecy of Jesus. And then the second reading is, you know, the Jesus New Testament yeah. letters or something, um, talking about Jesus and what he did. Mm-hmm. And it's all about like anticipating Jesus and waiting for Jesus. And then the gospel is Jesus already, and he's like already here chatting about it. But like everything is leading up to Jesus. But then it's like a spoiler in the gospels because he's already there. Right. But I think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so one that didn't fit into conversation. Okay, good. I and can't two, understand how it didn't come up naturally. <laughs> two, it didn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> But I'm three, glad I'm glad we didn't finish the episode excluding that. I think it's funny. <laughs> okay, sorry. I should let you finish. Sorry. Uh, but uh, no, that's all I have. Okay. That's it. Um another thing real quick, unrelated. Mm-hmm. Uh topic ended. <laughs> um so I don't know if we mentioned this before, but um with it being towards the end of the year, some people like to make um, a lot of donations. I'm not going to ask people to donate oh, to I'm us. Oh, I'm like, what are we doing But here? one of our kind of favorite charities, and they re- just sent us something that was really great, and Holly really likes their branding, and mm-hmm. so that's gotten her. But it's um, an organization called Save the Storks, mm-hmm. um, and they their purpose is, well, their primary purpose is to um, provide mobile ultrasound units to crisis pregnancy centers. They're like 
uh, buses. Yeah, they, they call them stork buses. Um, and it's a really, really great pro-life cause. And it, it does something that I think um, a lot of people who are critical of the pro-life movement um, kind of, what what's it, not narrow in on, but focus on is mm-hmm. that... Um, they say, "Oh, you're you just you just pray outside of abortion clinics, and you just don't want women to get abortions." But you don't care about them after the baby them. and right. all that stuff. And kind of what they do is they, they, they do care about the woman, and they want her to have options, and they want to support her through that pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they afterward. put her in network with providers. Right. And- so it's just a really great, and it's not like, it's not negative. It's, like, very positive. It's, like, let's mm-hmm. help these women. Their um, mobile ultrasound units, buses, are, you know, they have an ultrasound machine. So women who are considering abortion um, can go get an ultrasound and see their baby inside mm-hmm. of them. But they also have, like, massage chairs. And, like, it's, like, nice. Um, right. They, like, treat that woman mm-hmm. well. And it, it, then they just surround her with love. And they do that in all aspects mm-hmm. of womanhood. Right. Like, and they provide, like, they help um, through maternity and through mm-hmm. pregnancy and then and after. On their Facebook page, they'll frequently post, like, someone, like, Sarah's story. And right. And they, like, it, they care about that woman, you know, mm-hmm. not just about them not having an abortion. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not saying other organizations do that but i think that's a criticism that's levied at pro-life organizations and this you know organization clearly does not do that and And also they do their name is save the storks right so it's all about like the woman and the mom yeah and the babies and the babies um but they also have other stuff going on like i think they organize fundraising for couples who want to adopt and stuff so it's really it's really really great so if you're looking for someone to to donate to i would recommend looking into them and seeing Mm -hmm. if that's something you want to do we're we really like it, and mm-hmm. we really love getting the updates each each month. They so. do a really good job with design. They do. They're well designed. Which is important to me. <laughs> um, it's not the only thing that's important, but um, we are also not sponsored by them. In oh, no. Way. But um, we do love them a lot yeah. and recommend them. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's it. That's it. Um, if you have any feedback or suggestions or anything, please uh, feel free to email us at Halfway Saints Podcast at gmail.com. Um, follow us on Twitter at halfway underscore saints. Like us on Facebook. Uh, be sure to check our blog. We've not oh. done any lately, but I have a couple of things that I've been wanting to write. So oh, nice. um, check I the have blog one too. for updates. <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> um, so it's uh, halfway saints.com to check yep. that. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's it. I hope everybody has a great week. Have a great week. Have a great advent. Mm -hmm. Live it well. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everyone.